All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're watching Leafs Morning Tape with host Nick Alberta and former NHLer Jay Rosehill. The show starts now. All right, what's good, everybody? Brought to you by Botano. It's time for the Friday edition of Leafs Morning Take. It's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosal ahead of the first of two Global Series games for the Maple Leafs. How are you feeling today, Rosie? How are you, buddy? Pretty average, man, but that's oh. okay. I'm battling. I'm battling. I had a battle night, and now I'm going for dental surgery, so it's just been a week. You're in one, dude. And speaking of in one, so um, I didn't bring this up on the podcast, but I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. What a time. What an adventure to get here. But it always reminds me every time I hit the airport and you look around and you see people, how they deal with their day to day and being in an airport. Has nobody ever flown before? Like, that's my question. You ever get those people? No clue what's going on. Oh, you got to take my belt off. Oh, I can't bring liquids. Like, it's insane to me, man. <laughs> Uh, my one beef is like, why is it always different? Your shoes are okay this flight. Next week, shoes <laughs> got to come off this, that, the other thing. But yeah, some people don't fly all the time, man. They don't know what to do. What if some guy hasn't flown in like four years? A lot has changed. I mean, not everyone's a, a spoiled little brat jet setter like like you tend to be. Okay. Well, I work hard for my money first and foremost, but maybe I'm ignorant because, uh, you know, I was even laughing. They had this uh, lady take off her shoes because everybody in the airport through security have to take off her shoes. She said, well, I'm 75, but last time I checked, that's not an excuse. I don't know. People in the I chat, you can relate. Anybody who travels, maybe even if it's once a year, you always run into those people. You're like, have you ever traveled before? And that's Is my this new. Yeah, yeah, some people cruise around lost. One thing I do that makes me look like a newbie, I always got to walk all the way down to my gate just to check that it exists yeah, and then I walk back too. to the, the restaurant or whatever I'm going to set up shop for. <laughs> so I'm kind That's of a not a lie, buddy. That's a spot check. You're heading down to the gate to see what's cooking on that flight. Who's on that flight? Let's be real here, okay? Yeah, with me and the family and the two little ones, I'm really Amen. just checking checking things out. People watching is at a primo in the airport, though. I do oh, like that. Oh, buddy, still got a pair of eyes. You can still do it. Uh, you're a married guy. <laughs> guy you can still do it don't worry you're still peeking around a bit come on i like the difference is some people go old school like it used to be an event to travel like you dress yeah. up and it was a nice yeah. thing now people like dragging their fucking teddy bears through the thing with their jammies <laughs> on like a 30 year old woman sucking her thumb like i'm gonna go to sleep as soon as i get on the plane it's like jesus people are different i like it you remember back in the day people would wear like full-blown suits on flights now it's like track suits right yeah now it's jammies and slippers and dragging a blankie through the terminal man i'm just like jesus christ buddy clean yourself up here in public 
I had to vent. I had to vent a bit. And naturally, obviously, I sat beside the biggest person on the plane yesterday. So I was cramped. I'm six foot three. You know this. And uh, yeah, it was uh, not a very enjoyable experience. I'm not a big turbulence guy. There was shitty weather in the area. It was pouring when we landed. But I made it here in one piece. So we're good to go here at the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe here on YouTube at the Leafs Nation 401. Once again, where you can subscribe if you're watching right now and are not subscribed. Please help us out. Search Leafs Morning Take wherever you find your podcast as well. And uh, speaking of convenience and great times, we, we got Frank Saravalli coming up in about 10 minutes from now, a scene setter from Sweden. Not too shabby, eh? Yeah, that's nice. I got to talk to management on why he's Seriously. over there and we're sitting here like a bunch of pigeons. It's all right, though. It's always good to pick his brain. He's usually in the know. I want to see what he's doing over there. Any extracurriculars, Frankie? Yeah, quite frankly, that's all I really care about. I don't care about the game at all. I want to know what's going on. Have you had Swedish meatballs? Have you hit the the town a bit? Uh, I was talking to Frank the other day. It was his first rip to uh, Stockholm. So we'll get his thoughts in about uh, five or ten from now. But brought to you by DoorDash, it's time for the appetizer. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off, up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees in their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Enter code NATION25. That's code NATION25 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. And again, it's uh, uppercase for NATION25. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. And terms applies. We get set for the Leafs and the Red Wings. And uh, talk about the short end of the stick, Rosie, that Detroit goes all the way to Sweden to play a back-to-back, eh? Okay. I like it. (laughs) And that was quite the barn burner of a game they had there at... uh... It was a wild one, but uh, since pulled it off, lots of fireworks. It's good to see when you go overseas and you're doing a showcase and you're saying, hey, this is what we have to offer over here. It's nice not to lay an egg and have like a one nothing game with, with nothing going on. But that was an exciting one. It was. And then that's one of the things I want to talk to Frank about is like the expectation for these four games in Stockholm. What are they going to be like? Because watching that game and and the walk off home run, they're calling it from Timothy Stutzla. What, what a finish. Uh, Detroit couldn't get a save. Ottawa couldn't get a save. It was freewheeling, a lot of bad penalties taken in that game. The officiating was a bit suspect, but um, it, it sort of scares me because, again, from the least perspective, what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, let's tighten things up defensively, and this seems like a recipe for disaster here. <laughs> Why? Just because the last night's game was a high-scoring affair? But if these guys have been over uh, overseas now for four, four or five days, and we talk about it this week, like they're, they're not letting loose like you guys did back in your day, but like I don't think their mind is set on playing a hockey game. Yeah, but everyone's in the same boat, man. And like you said, the the Detroit Red Wings are on a back-to-back. I think, you know, it's up to the coach to, you know, foster the environment. You go over there. Like you said, they're there early. You're going to mm-hmm. get off the plane. You're going to have, you know, a repertoire of things you're going to do. We're going to go check out this spot, do this, team dinner over here. We're going to have a team meeting, like focus on hockey after practice at this point in time. You know, we're going to do a video in the hotel room at this point in time. And, you know, you got to be a professional. You got to be able to turn it on and shut it off. And yeah, there's a little bit more distractions out there. No question. But I mean, geez, they're not robots. You don't have to have an 82 game regiment where you just have the blinders on the whole time and are just hockey, 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 or you'll go bloody crazy. So I think they're pros. They understand it. They all play in big flashy cities you hit every nhl team in the whole league every year you're going to vegas you're going to do stuff they're used to this yeah it's different that it's a different country and there's some different you know opportunities to see things they don't normally see but that doesn't mean they're going to be like oh what we have to play hockey today i wasn't prepared i didn't realize oh no we lost i mean there's just no excuses for it right and i'm sure sheldon keith will be beating his drum saying Listen, we got to be prepared. And when it's game day and the night before, it's time to rock and roll and they'll be ready. This is where you come into the equation. Uh, you played a physical game. I think that's the biggest key for the Maple Leafs is get involved physically early on. Um, I, I really do feel that way. You have Detroit in the back to back. They're overseas. They probably just want to get home at this point. They got the victory or they excuse me. They lost an OT yesterday. But I think they're a wounded dog. Um, I, I think for the Maple Leafs perspective, and it's not really their game like Ryan Reeves isn't going to play in this one. But I think that's a big key is is get engaged early, get physical and feed off the crowd a bit here. Yeah, for sure. Get into it. And I mean, they've been more physical as of late. They have been, you know, stepping up to the call of the fan base of, you know, you guys have been playing like pussies for the entire season and they seem to have snapped to attention here recently. And, you know, even with Ryan Reeves out, that fourth line is is buzzing and the physicality has been up. They're going to bat for each other. They seem more like a um, you know, a 
an integrated team that's got each other's back, that's ready to roll together than they have uh, through October and the beginning part of November. So, you know, they're they're looking sharp lately and we got to see what, they, what they've got to offer while they're over there. Yeah, there's some distractions, but, you know, I think there's some positives to look at the last couple of games and, and build off it and another big chance for Sammy as well to, uh, to build on that confidence win that he had last game. Donnie Dice Dishes uh, chimes in. Minnesota are playing back-to-backs too, I guess. Uh, I guess the two who aren't, and that's the Leafs and the uh, Ottawa Senators, and rightfully fucking so. They're Canadian teams. But, like, what a bad hop, though. You go over there and you got to play a back-to-back in, like, a foreign place. uh, Clock's different. But, again, the Leafs are not worrying about that. I love that part. I never minded. The back-to-backs never bothered me. Like, you're You're overhyped, eh? I think so. Yeah. Like I know those NHLers, they're not used to it. And I played in the American League a fair bit. And oh yeah. And you have three and threes and four and fives down there. But I mean, it's like to take that day in between and then to get you got to restart everything over for game day where when you do the back to backs, you wake up and it's like it's like whatever you need, you do. Like practice is optional. You know, eat this, sleep at this time, do your thing, just like whatever you need to get ready. And you're already in the zone if you're if you're banged up or you're feeling depleted. You know, you're rehydrating, you're getting a big, big stretch in. It's kind of like there's no more like, get going with this and we got to do that. It's like, do your thing, get ready the way you want to. I always like that because you can go do your thing, get yourself feeling as good as possible. Everyone's going to have some bumps and bruises. And then all of a sudden, snap, you're right back in the locker room, ready to rock again. And bang, you just played two games and and rattled them off. And I just feel like you stay in the zone and you, you're you're involved and you don't pull yourself out of that uh game mindset you just stay in it for a couple of days and it's it's easier than having to repeat everything with a day in between in my opinion but i mean there's probably some guys that aren't used to it or probably like no i want that day off yeah that's fair enough and again it is a different age but you're so right on that front again frank saravalli is coming up in a few moments here from sweden we'll get his thoughts on this it's like a pregame show our first ever pregame show here at uh leafs morning eh? cake it is very weird to just talk about this game and preview it and tee it up. But I think from the Detroit perspective, it's quite clear what the Maple Leafs need to do. Like, I'm not sure you want to get in a run and gun with Detroit. I think obviously Toronto can flex their muscles offensively, but I want to see like a, a solid defensive game. We've, we've yet to see that pardon the cliche full 60 from this team this season. But when you look at Detroit, Alex, the gets off to a hot start. So is Dylan Larkin got guys like Mo Sider on the back end. Like these you know, outside of him, there's guys who can be exposed. And again, you're jumping on Detroit in the back-to-back. That's why I think the first 10 minutes is crucial. I think from the Maple Leafs perspective, you want to set a tone. And you early and often, I think you want to set this belief uh, in Detroit's on Detroit's benches, let's say, where you're not going to win this game, right? I think you're the fresher team. Um, I think you got to jump on them early, score an early goal. And we're going to get to the goaltending matchup a bit later on. I think that's got to be the biggest key from the Maple Leafs perspective is buzz early and buzz often. Yeah, and you you want to get off to that, but look at the game last night. I mean, the Detroit Red Wings, um, you know, they were out and they were done, and they were down four goals. Were they not? They did not give up. I mean, mm-hmm. Shane Goss is there in the back end there as well. He's fitting in well in yeah. in Detroit. I played with him in in Philly's franchise, and um, he's been clicking around there too. They got guys that can get it done, and they didn't seem to have any quit in them last night. And whether that was them or, you know, the, the Ottawa Senators letting off the gas a little bit. Yeah. I mean, a four goal deficit is a major, major um, thing to come back from. And they did it. So even if they do come out to a hot start and they get up a goal or two in the first and you got to make that happen, first of all. But if it does, um, game's not over. These guys got to play 60 minutes. Like you said, they have really yet to put together a big, fat 60 minute effort, which is much harder to do than than uh, people think, you know, people just expect that to happen every single night. Um, there's another team on the other side trying to do the exact same thing. So to dominate and, and have control of the game for 60 is very difficult. But yeah, that is definitely the goal going into it. I'm glad you brought that up because we talk about the sky falling in this market all the time when the least bull leads left and right. But, it, you know, contrary to popular belief, it happens around the league, right? The Ottawa Senators are a perfect example of that. Like, I thought about the Leafs right away. For nothing. I mean, that that's happened to the Leafs a lot. Uh, I remember the game a couple of years ago against the Ottawa Senators. They were up, I think, 5 nothing. Ottawa comes back. The game against St. Louis, like, years and years and years ago. So it does happen throughout the league. And that's why... Again, pardon the cliche, the full 60 is true in itself because just because you're up for nothing, there's like le- legitimate studs on every team that one shot away, one shot away, they can score and, and be back in a game really, really quickly. So like, I think it's a good point too, is like, even if you jump out to a lead, I think you have to play with consistency. And that's what Sheldon Keefe and company have been looking for for a while with this team. 
Yeah, just being rock solid, not reacting either which way. You know, you have a, a mindset and a goal and a, and a way that you're planning on playing that game. And whether you're up by two or down by two, it can't really change all too much. Obviously, things change getting down to the wire when you're running out of time. But you got to just stay consistent and trust in your your game plan that that's the best way to keep the puck out of your net and get in their zone and score goals. And you got to stay consistent with that, no matter what the score is. And, you know, leads are blown, you know, you pop too quick and all of a sudden you tighten up, you're looking around going, Oh, and then everyone starts to scramble and we got to change something, do something different. And then everyone's just freewheeling out there. And the other team has just got the momentum and, and the confidence and away they go. And those things happen. It's not just the Maple Leafs that, that have given up big leads in the past. It happens to everyone else. But of course, the microscope is always on the Maple Leafs. Always on the Leafs and always on Willie Nylander the last couple of days. And he's been an absolute rock star. He's handled this perfectly. And I actually put this on social media. I think it's a good opportunity for Nylander to exper- experience what it would be like to be the guy, right? I think obviously he's got some big decisions over the next couple of months. Does he want to stay in Toronto? Does he maybe want to take less than he would get on the open market? Maybe. He's getting a shot to be the full-fledged guy. And dude, I love this from the Matthews effect. You know, the Marner look, the Tavares look like we've seen a bunch of video come from Sweden this week. How much have you seen content wise from Matthews and Marner and JT? Like it's been really, really quiet. But I think it's a good break for these guys, too. Yeah, I think I saw something that was like, you know, Matthews smiling and laughing and saying, yeah. uh, you know, him with uh, a break from the typical Toronto media. And, you know, I don't know if I believe that too much. He's probably used to it by now. And there's <laughs> you do your thing like you come off the ice, you do your interview that lasts about 10 minutes and then you're through the doors that no one's allowed into, right? You're not getting swamped all day long. You're not walking to the shower, getting accosted by reporters. You know, it's, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but if he gets to go over there and he doesn't have to kind of hide himself and he's allowed to go downtown and not have people come up to him and stuff, it might be a nice little break, but I think everyone's getting that right now. You go over to Europe. It's a different vibe, different lifestyle. Everyone's kind of the, taking a breath and doing some different things and and it'll be a good opportunity for them to kind of blow off a little steam and come back recharged hopefully i think it's more difficult coming back from uh from europe with the time change and whatnot but uh everyone's different we'll see and i'm sure they'll get their their uh their time to recalibrate to the time change after this but i I would just say enjoy it while you're there and, and take it in it's not that you get to do this every day the other thing I'm monitoring closely in this game, the bottom six, right? That was an evolving story against the Vancouver Canucks over the weekend. The new look fourth line, the third line as well. Um, the expectation, uh, what's your expectation when it comes to those guys? Obviously a bit of a different look than we saw early on this season, right? Yeah, bottom six you're talking? Yeah. Yeah, that fourth line was bu- like buzzing. I really like that. I mean, if you can, it's just a team mentality. Like it's, everyone's flying, everyone's hitting. It doesn't matter what line is out there. You see when a guy gets cheap shotted or blown up, it just, it does not matter what line is out there. The guys go flying in there. Obviously someone's going to, you know, be more aggressive and maybe scrap the guy more than, than someone on the top couple lines or whatever, but everyone's just got the same mentality and everyone's buzzing. Yes. You're going to stick to your strengths. Yes. The top six are going to score more, but I want that, uh, that fourth line, they got guys that can skate on there. And to me, that's not blow the doors off everyone like McDavid. That means beat them to the puck in the offensive zone. Give their defense no time to make plays. Get them hemmed in their in their, uh, in their their D zone. Get them spinning around because you just give them pressure, pressure, pressure all the time. And speed on the bottom six can help you do that as long as you're playing physical. And I, I want to see more out of them uh, this uh, this afternoon. Without question, looking forward to this one this afternoon. It's nighttime in Sweden. That brings us to our guest here on today's show. The following interview is brought to you by Sober Carpenter. Hold the alcohol, keep the flavor, enjoy a range of non-alcoholic beers. So good that you'll think it's the real thing. Look for Sober Carpenter at Sobeys, Loblaws, Whole Foods, Metro, Farm Boy, and other realtors today. Happy to bring in the one and only Frank Saravalli. Who did you talk to to get this trip cooking? Uh, Well, I mean, someone comes along and... uh... I guess you would say purchases the parent company that might have helped. Uh, there's some friends and connections over here. Uh, some uh, colleagues, future colleagues uh, that are in the work. So yeah, that's been a big part of uh, my decision to go over to global series and uh, look um, four NHL teams in the same city for four games and four nights 
presents some pretty significant content opportunities as well. So uh, I just wrapped a 40-minute podcast with new NHLPA executive director, Marty Walsh, uh, knocked out three other pods today as well. It's been a busy day. Lots going on here in Stockholm. You're an absolute beast, Frank. Uh, your initial impressions of Stockholm, man? Beautiful place. Uh, had never been to Sweden before. So that part has been really interesting. Uh, the time zone uh, has been fascinating as well. Uh, let's just say that after leaving, I left the arena last night at 1230. And I was like, I was ready to go. I was like, let's like, you're buzzing. Next you're buzzing. thing you know, you're in a Burger King at 4am and stuff's <laughs> going sideways. Oh, Frankie, what's the vibe over there? How much time are the guys getting off? How much time is dedicated to checking out the culture? I'm sure there's some distractions of maybe the blonde haired persuasion, but are you seeing the guys out there? Are they visible or are they keeping them kind of under wraps? How, how, how visible are they over there? It's well, visible media wise, for sure. William Nylander, I think has been almost everywhere, uh, here in Stockholm and, and understandably. So, um, I think being out out and about, I haven't seen much of these guys. I'm sure there's been a few shopping trips. I know uh, in talking to a few teams that there's been some good team dinners. Uh, so yeah. that part has been uh, a big part of this trip as well. But I think for the most part, they've kind of laid low. I, I don't think there's been anything crazy to this point, but um, let's see what happens in the next couple of days. Frank, uh, what are the chances we get a Nylander uh, extension and come through the wire here in the next couple of days? I I would never say never, but I think I would still be surprised. Yeah, yeah, he, he's it's it's been an epic story. Everybody wants that, but like, do you have a general feel of like where this is headed? Like, are we going to a point like we know they're going to have this conversation at the deadline? What to do? Like, do you think this is going to be dragged out all year or what? Well is there really even a decision on what to do? Like, is this a question True. in terms of where this team is at in their competitive cycle? Uh, if it means getting to a point later on where they have to shake hands and say, Hey, thanks so much for fulfilling mm -hmm. your contract, appreciated your time as a leaf and we'd love to keep you, but we just can't make it work. Um, I think that's a way bigger reality than a trade potential. But I think in talking to people around the Leafs, they seem to be really optimistic that they can grind away at this and get something done. Is that optimism misplaced? I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, so I can't answer that. But just from, you know, judging where they seem to think they are, um, they really want to make this happen because I think they all realize, and I think everyone around the NHL realizes that your team's a lot better with Nylander on it than not. And what does that mean if you like, it seems like it's a foregone conclusion at this point with William Nylander playing the way he has, you know, setting up his stock. There's no arguing with it right now. If you just can't let this guy go, what ha what's the most likely scenario as far as roster changes to facilitate him staying on the roster with a new ticket? It's a great question. I, I don't have the answer because it just becomes a pure math problem, right? Like yeah, you're yeah. dealing with, trying to, you know, essentially give him a, whatever it might be, four and a half, five million dollar rate, whatever that number comes in at, it's a big number. Now you can kind of work your way backwards with the cap increasing and remove some contracts from the books, some guys that are on one-year deals. Like there is a path to do it. I think the bigger and more overarching question is, is it the right play? And I don't mean from the Nylander perspective, because that's obvious, but just listen to Sheldon keep this season. Like, I think the Leafs need to take a step back once and for all and properly rebalance their construction with more emphasis on defense. And I, I to me, that's pretty obvious and ab abundantly obvious with the way the season has started. Um, that's where this team needs to change in order to become a true Stanley cup contender. Like I personally don't think Morgan Riley's a number, a true number one defenseman go back to the old Mike Babcock conversation. Are there 13, 15, 17 of them in the league? Yeah. He plays in the role, but is he one? And then you work your way backwards from there. What about it's hard to think of, but to keep Nylander and then 
to get what you need on the back end, which I think we can all agree is is holding them back right now. What about, you know, you think about, well, do we need all four of those guys? Blow up the core four in some way. You go through the lines, not moving Matthews. Don't think you could possibly move Tavares with his 11-some million. It comes down to, would you move Marner out to get a monster piece on the back end back? And as well as opening up his uh, his value there with getting Nylander done? So it would be, I don't have the cap friendly in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's one year left for Tavares after this yep. year, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. And if that's the case, then wouldn't you just try and find a soft landing spot knowing that age-wise, roster construction-wise, scheme-wise, that he it certainly feels like he would be the odd man out. Now, cap-wise, you know, and also you know, experience and that he's a captain, all those other things are great attributes, but it's one year. And then you're having that same conversation. So can you head that off at the pass and, and almost in an, in an odd way, have him quote unquote, do what's into in the best interest of the team and waive whatever no trade he has in order to make something happen. I think it's a really delicate conversation and he's also well within his rights to say no. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But I, that would personally be the path that I think you'd have to think about. Yeah, to me, it's fascinating too, right? Because Marner's up after next year too. And it's like, we just started this last year with Matthews. We're going to Nylander and Marner's going to be next with John Tavares. So that'll be very, very fascinating. Now, Frank, I don't know if you know, because you're over overseas, uh, there seems to be a conspiracy theory that the Leafs and Calgary have something cooking for Zadorov and Tanev. Can you just, you know, end that? Um, what are you hearing on that front? And why would the Flames move those guys right now is my question. Well, I think the flames are open for business. So that part I think is legitimate in that they realize their start to the season has been really difficult. They're also looking at the math and saying, if there's one team in our realm in this division, that's going to make it all the way back and get into the playoffs. It's probably not going to be us. It's probably going to be the team that's below us in the standings in Edmonton. And the Oilers could well rip off 10 wins in a row here. They're three, 30% of the way there. Yeah. Um, I don't think that would shock anyone if Dreisaitl and McDavid just start bludgeoning the rest of the league. Um, but for Calgary, I don't, unless they're, they've done a really good job hiding it, uh, I don't believe they have anything cooking. And more than that, I think Calgary, um, from sources close to the situation, they they thought that there might be more interest or, and I don't want to say interest, like the phone's ringing, but like significant something that's going to make you think, let's have a real conversation here about Nikita Zadaroff after the trade request became public after, you know, the start to the season for the flames and the apparent changes that, you know, probably need to be made. So the flames haven't had anything going uh, to my knowledge, at least, 
Uh, that was before I came over here 48 hours ago. Um, and I don't think that's changed near as I can tell. Okay, fair enough. But uh, we'll see and monitor things over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I know you got a busy slate. Thanks so much for your time today. And ha- have a great time over there. Have one on us, okay? All right, sounds good, boys. Have a good night. You too. Thanks, Frank. That's- one and only uh, Frank Saravalli, his first tour of duty there in uh, Stockholm, and uh, he's working feverishly. We appreciate him uh, carving out some time for us on the show. A bit of a scene setter. You've been out to Scandinavia, right? No, I have never been. Oh, so, uh, I've some friends over there would like to. So let's keep that on the docket for next time they do this. We need to sneak over there. Yeah, we do, man. Like I've been, I brought this up earlier this week. I, I've been to Stockholm a couple times, and there's a reason why I went back, man. It's just, uh, to different world, uh, different life. The one thing I will say about Scandinavia in general that people don't realize, it's very foresty. Uh, maybe it's good for people in Alberta, but like there's a lot of trees. There's a lot of forests, unless you're in like the main cities. But if you're not, if you're driving through, you know, the countryside and stuff like that, it's it's a lot of trees and, and wilderness and stuff like that, which I didn't expect, you know? Yeah, I kind of would have thought it'd be more rolling hills type of thing. But, uh, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like I said, I've never been there, so I would like to. I uh, need to do it. There's going to be some traveling in my future for sure. I need to check off a lot of those places in Scandinavia. All those different countries around there are right up there as ones I absolutely have to hit. Everyone I've played with from that area is fantastic. I really want to go see yeah. their home and see their lifestyle. And the unique thing about Scandinavia, man, is like, you know, the cost of living is high, um, but yeah. you're getting a good quality of life. Like, that's the one thing I would say to anybody in the chat if you're thinking about going with the fam or going with friends and, you want to go out there to Scandinavia, be prepared for your bank account to take a, a J. Rose Hill punch to the face, man. It's uh, it's a lot different, but if you have the opportunity to do so and travel like Scandinavia in general, it's it's amazing. Like even I remember going to Helsinki, dude, like we we took I was with like a, a bus company or whatever, like with a tour group. And uh, we popped into like, um, you know, one of those like gas stops, like right when we got into into Finland. Right away, I saw a Timo Solani jersey. Like hockey is yeah. way more prevalent. And I know we, we sort of build it up in media, but it actually is really big in Sweden and Finland. And they really hate each other too. Like I have a guy in my, uh, my men's league team. He's Finnish. He hates the Swedes, man. It's like a great rivalry. Like, I mean, not to the extent, I mean, you can't tell us that, tell them to that, but it's, it's like the U S and Canada, that type of rivalry. Yeah. And they have that all over Europe, man. They're very passionate. They get very patriotic. They, they live and die. They bleed for their team. And especially when it gets to like national teams and whatnot. So that doesn't surprise me uh, one single bit. Everyone over there is very passionate, very proud. What were your thoughts on what Frank had to say about uh, Nylander, man? Because it's a conversation we're going to have ad nauseum throughout this season. Reminds me a lot last year, right, with the Matthews conversation. And you got these fucking pigeons on social media being like, they're not bringing him back. Dude, he's playing way too well. Like we had Jonas Hoagland on the on the program yesterday. I think obviously some tough decisions are ahead, but dude, and maybe it's a recency thing, but you could have asked me this last year. I, I would have felt the same way. I'm not even gonna probably, I would have felt the same way. If you have to pick between Nylander and Marner right now, Rosie, who are you picking? I pick Nylander. I just do. I think he's got that grit. I think he not he's that he's a dog great in him. player. Yeah. He's got some of that in him. He's got that F you. Yeah. He w- wants to shove it up your arse. And I just, I, again, I don't see it as much in Mitch. I see a little bit more timidness, a little bit yeah. more, you know, expectations to have an easy game. And he wants to get his points. He's phenomenally talented. All that goes without saying. But if I'm going to war in a playoff series to run to get that Stanley Cup, I want a player more like Nylander than like Marner. And, People could fly off the handle and give me all kinds of statistics and points and numbers that the guy's got. I'm I'm not knocking him. You're asking me to pick between two phenomenal hockey players. But what I've seen, especially out of the playoffs from Mitch Marner, it's just not that he's not the type of guy to put the team on his back and go to war. He's just not. I said it after last year's playoffs, took some heat. Well, took actually got a lot of agreements on it, to be honest with you. He just, I would rather go to war with Nylander than with Marner. And I think if I look at how much firepower is up there on the, on the, on the core four and on the front end and how badly we need some stud D men, I just feel like I would like Nylander to be here. I don't think you can give him up. If he was playing like dog shit this year, you'd have a conundrum. You might be able to, you know, justify moving away from him, but he is absolutely shooting the lights out. I think he's hitting his stride, his primes ahead of him. And it's like, 
you can't let this guy go. So what do you do? And I, I, in my mind, it was always like, you can, you can let Marner go and get back some monstrosic, you know, return for the guy. But, you know, Frank brings up an interesting play too, you know, you know, there's only a year left. And I mean, when I look at it and what Nylander needs to get bumped up to and how maybe overpaid Tavares is right now, that, that kind of would go hand in hand. If Tavares was more like an $8 million guy, it, it would it would be a little easier to get this thing done, but they are kind of handcuffed. Their years aren't really lining up, and there's going to be some overlap. And like you say, he's gonna, they're going to find a way to place him there. I think. What was your direct quote about Marner? Can can you recall what you said specifically? I'm not sure he'd be able to lift the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes, that is a, a award winning quote that I'm sure you got a bit of heat for, but also some agreements with. And I I couldn't I can't disagree with you. And again. People watching and listening right now are saying, oh, they're just saying that because Nylander is on a fucking heater right now and he's a top five player in the league. No, I think the one consistent thing with this team in the Sheldon Keefe tenure has been Willie Nylander showing up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. How often can you say that about Mitch Marner? I think Mitch Marner is a spectacular player. It's just when the going gets tough, he, he he's barely noticeable out there. And, and again, it takes one postseason run to change that. Hopefully it's this year. And Again, I always like to correlate it to like a Steven Stamkos or an Alex Ovechkin where it took so long, they finally pushed through and now they're known as performers, right? Yeah, you got to get there to to get the accolades, but it's true. You look in, I just think it's his, uh, you know, his attitude towards the game of hockey isn't really built for the playoffs. I just think that. And we said yesterday, there's such a mass difference between playoff hockey in the NHL and the regular season it's a it's an extra step up it's much more physical it's much more intense and it's more difficult for a guy that likes to play at the perimeter and have lots of room to make his plays and stuff it's not it's not made for a guy that doesn't like to go head down ass up and go and get that thing done and get in the trenches and go to war and battle it out and get to the net and make those plays happen and get knocked down and get up and keep grinding. That's the playoffs. And Mitch doesn't have a lot of that in him. And he gets uh, he gets it done in the regular season very well. He's extremely talented. I'm not saying he can't have a good playoff run, but it's just more difficult for his style of play. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you look at the core four specifically, and there's more players outside of that, but let's be frank about it. If this team's going to finally push through, those big boys have to be the big boys. My lasting memory of every postseason Matthews can adapt. He can evolve. He can play a different game. If he's not scoring, he can be physical. Nylander has his moments. He can be brilliant. JT's, uh, you know, supplied some big moments as well. And again, the lasting memory has been Mitch Marner's inability to rise up to the occasion. Um, is Can he do it? Yeah, for sure. And I think, again, if that changes this year, that's great. But if you were to, you know, ask me right now, when we, we just, you know, went over it here in this segment, Nylander or or Marner to me it's a pretty simple decision and I think if you have to make a long-term choice and and call here maybe it's like something where you talk to Marner but again these are conversations we're going to have throughout the season but I think it's so fascinating to watch it uh play out and especially again the way Nylander is playing right now dude like it it's going to be a tough sell to this market and granted as Frank mentioned you got to make some tough decisions it's going to be a tough sell to be like, you know what? We we saw Nylander. We see how great he is, but we can't do it. I, I don't know about that. I know. I think it's uh, <clears throat> becoming more and more apparent. That's not a question of if it's a question of how and yeah. how do you get him in there? How do you sign him up? Um, will he come down? He's not going to come down two and a half million dollars. Let's be honest. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, it's not fair. He doesn't deserve that. So he's going to get paid what he's worth. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. he shaves a little off the top somewhere just to make it fit when you get down to the real numby crunchy um yeah. type of tight spaces but he's gonna get paid what he's deserved and they're gonna have to find a way to do it it's just the the simple math of it and find a way to bridge that in and and get some relief after Tavares is done so it'll be it'll be some interesting stuff but tree living's got his work ahead of him but he's got his cap crunchers around him and they'll they'll find a way i think he just strikes me as a guy who's going to chase every penny possible. Like we saw him in the previous negotiation uh, with yeah. Lula Amarillo came down to the wire, almost didn't play that season. But I think you would agree there has to be a structure this time around, right? And not to naysay on the on the former GM of this team previous, but like there wasn't any structure. So what I mean by that, you got Matthews. There's a pecking order, man. He is going to be my highest paid player. Nobody's getting a cent more. Nobody's even getting a cent close to the guy. Who's next up is the question, though. 
hypothetically, if you want to keep all three of Marner, Nylander, and Matthews, who's the closest to Matthews? That makes sense? Yeah, I think so. And it's kind of always been Mitch, right? But I think Nylander has been making a case for himself of, no, no, I'm I'm a superstar and I can yes. be the guy that you can rely on more often than Mitch. And I think a lot is going to come down to the playoffs. Um, that's where you really hang your hat. That's a lasting impression you have in the off season. And it's the most important part of the season, no doubt about it. And we just touched on the fact that Marner hasn't been able to get it done. I hope he shoves it up our ass this year, proves yeah. us wrong. I hope people are running the clip we just ran saying, how stupid are these guys? Bring it on because I would love nothing more than for Mitch Martin to turn into an absolute beast in the offseason and take the Maple Leafs to the promised land. Trust me, um, I just have no reason to believe that he's got that in him so far. But again, things can change. He can prove people wrong. He can step up and have just this monster career playoff run. Fantastic. Bring it on. I couldn't agree more, and we're looking forward to the springtime to see if Mitch Marner can finally figure it out in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but certainly a conversation to be had, again, because Nylander's on a different plan. It continues to be that way, and again, brings a 15-game point streak. Yeah, he started the season on a 15-game ripper, a bender, uh, and now going for game 16 here against the Detroit Red Wings on Friday afternoon, but Friday night at Avicii Arena in Sweden. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team-building skills. Download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory for the mouth-watering jaws of the feet along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Put your prediction skills to the test and score yourself 1,300 bonus points if you win the week, use your points to grab your favorite menu items at Wendy's. Again, sign up to play Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Head on over to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com to play today. As we look at the lineup notes, so this is what we can tell you. No Klingberg, no Timmons, no Ryan Reeves, the expectation. And it looks like Simone Benoit is going to come back into the lineup. It's going to be Benoit and Legison the third pairing for the Maple Leafs. Uh, Ilya Samsonov's going to start uh, the expectation. At least he was the first goalie off the ice at the morning skate, 3-1-2, and 3.79, 8.70. I think we both agreed that was the right decision coming off the victory last weekend, right? I think so. Yeah, keep him in there. Uh, just build. He looked sharp. He looked solid. It was literally the first game we saw where he didn't struggle. He had some poise and confidence, and and he was in the right place. His positioning was better. Reaction was better. It looks like he had a chance to build some confidence. And you know, when you're a, an athlete struggling and you can't find it, as as bad as that is, when it goes right, it's just boom. You're like, oh. There it is. There's that old feeling. And it, it it brings this calmness and this confidence back to you to say, thank God, maybe we're out of the woods here. Doesn't always go perfectly. But you once you get that feeling back of that, there it is. I remember what it feels like. And I think Sammy got a little of that last game. And we hope we can build on it here today. And uh, for Detroit, it looks like Alex Lyon is going to make his uh, debut. Of course, they signed him in the offseason, had that impeccable run with the Florida Panthers. If you do recall that game where the Leafs blew it against the Panthers, went to OT last year, and it started that magical journey for the Panthers to make the playoffs. That guy, yeah, Alex Lyon, is going to start for Detroit, his debut. Ville Husso is not with the team. Again, him and his wife had a kid. But it scares me, man, knowing the Leafs against like tertiary net miners, like third stringer is not that line is. He's more of a backup at this point in his career, but it scares me. I want I want them to jump on him early and pepper the guy, you know? Yeah, screw that. Doesn't scare me. Light this guy up. Light Love him up. It. Right back to friggin' North America. Light his tits up. Let's go, Maple Leafer. Wow. Okay. Rosie's mm. buzzing. What's your feel? Uh, you know, I guess we'll get to the Botano wrap-up. Um, let's do that right now. Brought to you by the by Botano, excuse me, 2023 EGR winner for both the best sportsbook operator of the year and best in-play sports operator awards. The game starts now. I know we have a small pocket, a small window, I think, as we record this, about uh, two hours and 20 minutes until puck drop at Avicii Arena. But uh, some plays you're looking at, I think the automatic has to be a Nylander goal, right? <sighs> Yeah, Nylander, Nylander point, uh, anytime goal scorer, um, Austin Matthews, you think he okay. he just loves the big stage. He loves the yeah. big stage. He loves to step up when uh, when need be. And How about a deep sleeper, Cali Yarncroak? You want to look yeah. at a Cali Yarncroak point prop? I like that third line, the way they're playing right now. I love it too. I think uh, 
I was looking at the lineup you had up there. I was like, oh yeah, look at that third line. That thing, that 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 group can buzz. I look yeah. for them to stay hot. Yarn Crook looks like he's all over the place. Get him on some point props, goal props. Uh, that would be a nice little sleeper with some good value. Would you look at the over again? We talked about it through the beginning of the show, how wild and chaotic and crazy that game was. And maybe Detroit and Derek Lalonde, who we had on the show last year comes in and says, you know what guys, let's, let's try our best to be tight checking. You know, the one thing I noticed, uh, the benches a lot different. You played overseas, but like, if you see this game today, man, like the bench, like the end of the bench is really close to the goalie, man. You know what I mean? So like, if you have the long change, like you can get caught. You can get caught. Your offside can be yeah. in tough jeopardy. There's some different things you got to be paying attention. You don't want to get those, uh, you know, whether it's too many men's or some offside or you got a long way to go to catch up. Your changes are going to be important. They'll be preaching that before the game, reminding guys, hey, the change has got to be tight tonight because these benches are a little bit wonky. Oh, dude, it's insane. It reminded me of beer leagues, but like uh, Detroit was getting caught left and right. There was a lot of penalties in that game. So I would look at the officiating as well. But again, I do think it's a recipe for success for this Maple Leafs team as they take on Alex Line and the Detroit Red Wings. It's time for the generous guy or gal. Generosity lives in the small things. Crown Royal, crown everything. I'm going to give you a chance to breathe here. And I'll go first. I'll go with my boy, James. Uh, so I mentioned I'm in Jacksonville. One of my best friends, James. Took me into his spot. It's just me, him, and his dog. The wife's away, and we're we're having a blast here in Florida. So, James, you are my generous guy this week. I like it. My crown royal generous guy, <clears throat> excuse me, is go. my dentist in Red Deer. Oh. The guy is, you know how you just, when you're seeing specialists and professionals, some of them could just give a shit. They don't even, they don't even know crooks. if you're a Fucking guy crooks. or a girl or what your name is. They could give a rip. They're just doing the procedure. This guy seriously cares he's actually a big leafs fan oh. and uh he he knows what he's doing he's taking care of me i'm getting some dental surgery getting another implant put in yanking something out he's making up some special flipper so if i have a lift tomorrow you'll understand why well, but he's we don't doing have the right tomorrow you have a couple of days yeah monday I Monday still don't show. buy in anybody who goes to a dentist they're all the same they're grease bags i'm paying for their ferrari i know i am Whoa, I just said he's my generous guy and you come out with grease bag. No, he's a good man. He's going to take care of me. I hope he's gentle with that needle. Yeah, and uh, we should get at least one to take piped into that dental office. Maybe not that I said that now. He's like, fuck no, but it's my general feel on dentists. We should. I like how you sent me a, a picture from like a uh, you were in a, a liquor store or something in the background. They had Leafs Morning Tate going on on the TV. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. My boy. That was a couple months ago. My boy works in like a smoke store or whatever, like a, a vape shop. And he sent me a video and I guess he was streaming our show. And like, I'm like, oh, dude, do you, want, do you want me to wire you now the money or later? He's like, no, we're just watching in the store. Like, I mean, we're, we're building steam here, Rosie. Let's not lie. Let's not sugar. I love it. Things. It's good to see. Let's get the Leafs to build some steam this weekend overseas and bring it home, baby. Yeah, we got to build steam. So next time the Leafs are in Sweden, yours truly and uh, you are, are on the road in Sweden, you know, really getting after being at that uh, fast food chain at 4 a.m. If you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Did you see Nylander's uh, family, some pictures and stuff like that? I, I just saw the headline. I was scrambling, zooming in and stuff. And then someone in the comments said what I was thinking. It's like, Nylander's the hottest one. <laughs> oh, dude, he's... I watched the video yesterday. The Leafs have been pumping out content. This guy was shirtless, and all I could look at was was Willie. I'm like, he's a, he's a fucking specimen, dude. He's a stud. I'm a straight dude. But, like, he's an absolute stud, and he has so much swagger and it just feels like he loves being a Maple Leaf. You know, like sometimes when you look at players and then you've been in rooms where guys don't want to be there, it feels like he loves everything about being a Toronto Maple Leaf. And maybe I'm reading the situation wrong. Maybe that's just him. But there's just something about his persona and his, you know, the way he conducts himself where it's like this guy loves what he does and he loves being a part of this team. And hopefully the Leafs can tie into that when they talk contract with this guy. I would think so, man. More reasons to get this thing done, get him locked up. Everything about him, um, I know it's a contract year. One knock you could knock on him is, oh, you show up during your contract year. But it's been a while now. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since you saw that kind of Nylander kind of dragging ass and not giving the 100%. And that's a, a maturity thing. Uh, I'm sure that 
you know, this run that he's on right now, he understands why it's happening, how it's happening. He's going to get the fruits of that. And I just, I just agree with you. He seems like a Toronto Maple Leaf. I want to lock this guy down, see what he can do for us. I think if you lock down for a big one right now, he can be one of the legends of the Leafs here through this time period. And Lord knows what they can get done. Fucking rights. Uh, so uh, good luck with everything with the surgery. I'm actually headed down to Tampa tomorrow to do some scouting and watch the Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Edmonton Oilers because we all know inevitably it's going to be the Leafs and the Lightning in the first round yet again. My old stomping grounds down to Amelie Arena, the the barn that I built, a big seventh round you pick. Probably I lived, mean, you probably lived in Ebor City, let's be honest, okay? Ebor. No, I was... Down Channel Side. I didn't even live there. Oh, I didn't have enough time with them, but okay. I cruised around a little bit. That's a wicked setup, man. Right down. I used to be the St. Pete Times Forum, right down yeah. on Channel Side, and they got it all buzzing down there. Hence why they've won cups. Hence why they're dominating. You put Florida's shitbox barn out in the Everglades with some outlet malls. I wonder why their attendance is struggling. Always shake my head with the NHL. Same with oh. Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. So dumb. You got to spend the extra money. Put your barn in a place with some stuff going on, and you will flourish. Yeah, Gary, I'll just say, listen. yeah, okay, relax. But uh, we, we, I've done All Star in Tampa. I've done All Star in Sunrise, um, night and day. Like Sunrise was good because a lot of the stuff was on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. But to get to that rink, dude, you're so right. Tampa's rink, everything was involved in that area. I had a great time. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that this weekend, and we'll uh, we'll touch base on Monday for a recap of this two game slate. NHL Global Series. Hopefully the Leafs go 2-0. Don't forget, they're on a bit of a winning streak, a bit of a heater here, Rosie. That's true. It seems to get lost in the shuffle with everything going on, but two big games here. We want to bank both of them, and we'll be coming back with some steam. There you have it. That's Jay Rosal. Thank you to everybody in the chat at the Leafs Nation 401, where you could subscribe. Just search Leafs Morning Take as well, wherever you find your podcast. Thank you to producer Aaron. Bang up job all week long once again. And everybody in the chat, that's Jay Rosal. I'm Nick Alberga, and we'll talk next week. Take care. Peace. Thank you for watching Leafs Morning Take. Hit that subscribe button and never miss a show. And for more, visit theleafsnation.com. T-H-E-L-E-A-F-S-N-A-T-I-O-N dot com. <laughs> you don't know how to spell the Leafs Nation. You know what I mean? Um, but hey, sometimes you never know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.